are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Hello, how are you? We are the. I mean, the Freeform Rock Podcast. I was going to say something else, but well, yeah. we are rocking, but. <laughs> I am Mr. Lee Gerstman, and I have Mark Alden Taylor with me. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing great. I just got a little congestion going today, so my voice might sound a little rough, but I'm cool. I have had congestion for a while. If I try not to cough and I go, uh, uh, this song, you'll know why. Yeah. So, uh, you know what I forgot we, we were doing? We were doing that new uh, thing, you know, what pissed off Lee this week. So, I want to, I want I remembered it today. So, what pissed you off this week? Anything? <coughs> um, well, that cough pissed me off, but actually what pisses me off is mostly unimaginative people on Facebook. They post, oh, I love this album man and it's an album that I've heard of my whole life and everyone just posts the same stuff all the time I finally am at the point where it's like you'd rather I mean I don't know about you but anybody would rather watch a video of grass growing oh I'm watching a video of someone's grass growing in Pennsylvania it's a six month long video Oh, but I'm watching their grass grow in West Virginia. That's only a five-month and three-week video. It's like, what's the difference? Same with music. It's like the same Metallica, the same Motley Crue, the same Rat, the same... Um, um, King Diamond, the same everything. I'm not going to get on Judas Priest fans, because Judas Priest is a good group. And I won't get on Aerosmith's fans, because they're divided into the cool group and the crazies. The crazies like the stuff after the first period. The, the the cool people like the stuff until then. But, you know, I mean, and then there's Kiss friends. Kiss friends are like, uh, are you going to the Gene Simmons vault? Yeah. Cool! And then they do a podcast saying, guess what, everybody? I went to the Gene Simmons vault experience and it was cool. And you know what happened? What happened was I went to the Gene Simmons Walt experience and it was cool. And you know what happened? I went to the Gene Simmons and they shut up. That's not true. That, that, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta say that's not true. Doctor Fuck went to the Gene Simmons experience and he didn't say that was cool. He actually explained why it was cool. Well, but but. The fact that he said that it was cool, that's the thing that bothers me. I don't I think he said the word cool. I think cool. he said, 
awesome or I forgot. I haven't heard it in a long time. But oh, I know okay. he... so oh, oh, it's awesome. And why is it awesome? Because it's awesome. He didn't oh, say it that awesome. way. He explained why it was good and why he had fun and how Gene Simmons was I cool. I like him, so I don't want to say anything bad about him, even though I know he might not listen to this episode, but just in case he does. I don't want to. Well, I know he hates this album. Side. I know, but he... I'm just going to say that <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I, are you saying you're going to tell him about this? No, I'm going to put it up on the. Oh, I'm going to say we're work. talking about the Gene Simmons experience <laughs> and why it was co- not cool. <laughs> actually, actually, go for it. If you're going to be a bitch, you might as well be a full bitch. Not awesome. Fuck. All the... right. Dude, well, hey, Doctor Fuck cool. rules, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. All I'm gonna say is that for me, I I, I just want to see a little more, like, like not so good things that people say. I don't want it always to be. Oh, I kissed him. And even though I'm not gay, I loved it. I want to see he kissed me and I punched him in the mouth. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Kind of. <laughs> well, uh, since you since you brought that up, I put up a question on the podcast on the like page this week, and uh, Doctor Fuck I think was well. Other people responded too. Um, why do people care about Vinnie Vincent so much? You know, there are lots of podcasts that talk podcasts that do talk shit about him. So. It's not everybody's in love with Vinny. You should like that. There's both well, sides hey, of that Well, hey, that's a coin. good thing. Hey, man, in fact, I apologize. You can say whatever you want about me. I just I just don't want someone to punch me when they kiss me. But <laughs> I think that, you know... Some people might like that, though. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> they would, but I wouldn't. <laughs> There's some weirdos out there, man, who like violence when they're having sex, so... <laughs> yeah. Well, as long as her name is Kitty Cat, and she looks like Lita Ford when she was 18, oh, I'd like be cool with that. Lita Ford is still hot. Damn. Yeah, but what I mean is, but her nails might not be so sharp. You know, you'd, so probably, you'd, probably, not... you'd probably like Lita Strauss now. She's like baby Lita. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, baby Lita, want a <laughs> bottle? I will give it to you. Let's Put on your leather outfit. Whoops! Hey, before but, before we get lost, in, let, let, let's tell the fans. Even though the description will be up, we're we're actually going to review Iron Maiden, the Book of Souls. So just let you guys know because we're going to be talking before we get to that. But I, I have a question. I put it up. Why do but I peop- do like the Vinnie Vincent drama? To answer you quick. Oh, so you like the drama? Because I'm just wondering. I think he was great in the albums he played with Kiss. I think it was awesome, and then he went solo with uh, Half a Slaughter, and um, well, actually, it was Mark. Uh, it was Robert Fleischman first, and then. Uh, but but then, I know what you mean. And then Mark Slaughter took over, and I think Slaughter is a better band than Vinnie Vincent Experience, to tell you the truth. But um, I I do like I do like Slaughter better than the second Vinnie Vincent album. Oh, and that's with Half a Slaughter on it. <laughs> Yeah, and that and that's and that's what I'm trying to say. Oh my God, the Mark first, Slaughter's hair—he tied it blonde. Yeah, the, <laughs> the first album was a little tiny bit different, but 
yeah. So, if somebody gave you a ticket, would you have gone to the Gene Simmons experience? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you would have been saying? I would have been um, saying, I'm so glad that <laughs> someone gave me a ticket to go to the Gene Simmons experience because I was able to meet Gene, but I would still prefer to meet him in Starbucks for free where he doesn't have his um, shtick going on. But, as it is, kudos to you who gave me the ticket. And, hey, you know, if I... Well, well you know what I mean. Okay, I, I so you, you get the ticket, you go to the Gene Simmons experience, but what would you say about it? Would you say it was cool... I will put it to you like this. I saw, I saw on YouTube all the well a bunch of different experiences. He talked about the same thing over and over again. So I'm like, it might have been cool if I had a chance to give him a CD of mine, and if he responded, but. If not, it would have been like just another show. Really? You would have said, oh, it wasn't cool. It was just another show. And I feel ripped off because it was a free fucking ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, if you guys go listen to Dr. Fuck, I think it was on the Vieira Vault or Rock, uh, Rock and Combat Metal Podcast. Uh, he talks about his experience at the Gene Simmons experience, which was pretty damn cool. I <laughs> get it. Pretty damn cool. Uh, but he yeah, also yeah, explains yeah. why and what happened. And and he was with his friend and it was cool and he had fun. And he got a freaking, he got in his box, he got, I think he got the elder on cassette, you know, or something like that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should review the elder so I can listen to it. <laughs> which, which version? The the, the original from the 80s or the newer one? Newer one. I don't know. Well, Frank, Cause, this is... Because you know, um, I, I, I would be into that and because um, I think people would want to hear it. Yeah. But I mean... Uh, but, but if you're talking about something good, you might want to pick something else. All right, well, th this is me about Kiss. I like Kiss. I'm not a Kiss tart. I'm not a huge Kiss fan. But I do like Creatures of the Night. I like all their 70s albums, even Destroyer. Uh, I need oh, to... God, you like the stuff that I don't like. But anyway, go on. I like Rock and Roll all o rock and roll Overs. I think the okay, best album. Okay, you do like the stuff I like. All right, and uh, I like Dress to Kill. But I like the... All right, you, 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 you like everything that I like. Okay. Damn, you're, you're confusing me. But I think I do agree with Doctor Fuck. I think Monster's a good album, um, but I don't like Psycho Circus, and I like. I don't either. And my favorite. And my favorite. You're you're, 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 you're you're being like me now. And my anyway, favorite member of Kiss is is uh, Ace Frehley. I think I've seen that say, said that millions of times, but I'm not like, like I'm not. I understand the hate and the love for this band, but. I do agree with everybody. Uh, 
uh, fake Fraley and Cheater Chris shouldn't be wearing the makeup. They should make their own persona. So that yeah. that being said, um, I would have liked to gone to the Gene Simmons experience, but I'm not going to pay all that money for for it. But if somebody were to give me a ticket to it, I would have went, and I probably would have said it was cool, you know. Because I if I didn't say it was, it was cool, cool, then somebody who bought me the ticket would that would be like a slap in their face, you know, because they spent all that money and they invited me to go with them. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking awesome. I don't fucking care if it sucked. I'm gonna say it was cool. You know, what and it I probably would have been cool because I would have met a star, you know, I've never met really like a huge star. I've seen Steven Tyler at uh where I work at California Adventure, Disneyland in California. But um I saw him, he was just ordering a burger, and I, I just went out front, saw him, and then went back in. And I've seen Adam Sandler. I've, I'm not star crazy. I'm not going to go up there and bug people for their autographs while they're eating or doing things and or having fun with their family. You know, it's okay, man. They're just people to me. They make, I, they entertain me, but I'm not crazy to meet them. You see what I'm saying? But I mean, at least you got to see Steven Tyler and Adam Sandler. Damn it, you, you got more than me. Fuck, if I saw him, I would have said, I, I, I don't want to bother you, I just want to say hi. And I've also and seen... when they said hi, I would go, wait, 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 wait a minute. I have some underwear on. Um, don't look while I take off my pants. I want you to sign my underwear. It's not weird, dude. Hey, I, but... I, I don't want you to look. I just want you to sign it, and then I'll put it back on. Everybody, look the other way. I'm, I'm just going to take off my clothes for a second. No, I'm kidding. I'm, and I, I did I did touch Britney Spears on accident. Hey, that's fucking cool. Because I was coming out of our cast cafe at Disneyland, and they have like a, a back of a house. They're taking the stars, taking them away from the crowds. And I came out, and I tripped, and I bumped into her and accidentally grabbed her boob and I said, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And she said, oh, it's okay, it was an accident. And she kept walking by. She was very nice and very humble. She didn't yell at me, hey, you you copped a fill of my boob. You know, I didn't do that. I didn't even see who she was until I looked up, you know, because I freaking tripped over my own feet. <laughs> hey, you know, she sounds like she's a good lady. Well, she was yeah. cool. She, she didn't, like, try to get me fired or anything, so... That was awesome. Yeah. It's like um, I, I, I touched it and then I put my hands back. It almost fell back trying to get get it off, you know. Can, I was already we, off balance. I'll have to ask you, how how can I arrange it so that if I walk and I trip, I accidentally put my hand in a certain place so then that way I can... Well, never mind, never mind. I shouldn't talk about this now. Yeah, you better not talk about that because if you run for president, they might be saying you're a pedophile. <laughs> or you're, uh, you're a rapist. I like to pet dogs. That's a pet <laughs> oh, pet, pet pedomania. Lee, hey, Lee, if you were president, what would you do? Oh, God, I have no idea what I would do. I would would just... you make Would you make everybody tuck in their shirts? The women, yeah. The, the the men, I don't care because I don't like men. I might fire all the men. <laughs> but you and know that's to tolerate. I can't even say. You know that's freaking socialism controlling people, right? <laughs> oh, oh, hey, hey. Um, um, if McDonald's can do it, so can I. <laughs> Tuck in your shirts, damn it! Or you go yeah. to, or you go to the corner. <laughs> but yeah. But but really, um, I, I I would just want to spend a lot of my time just reading my poetry and saying a bunch of shit 
and saying, you know what, if you want real issues done, there's people behind the scenes that do it. I'm just a song and dance man. But if you need to talk to me about stuff and you're a woman, you have to shake my hand a long time and hold on so then that way I can feel some sort of energy from you while you talk to me. If you're just going to keep your hands in your pockets and you talk to me about stuff I don't want to hear, you might as well talk to the dog catcher because I'm not going to care. That's <laughs> well, how I'm thinking. That, that being said, Lee, now that you said all that, you could never be president because I would leak this out to the press and get money for it. <laughs> I just hey, say go hey, listen to this podcast on Iron Man Book of Souls and see why Lee should not be your president. <laughs> hey, if you get rich for that, hey man, I'll cut you. I'll call you the the the, the <laughs> richest podcast announcer. I, I mean the richest podcast announcer around. <laughs> All right, so we digress. We just wanted to get a little conversation going. Well, yeah, and I, and I think it's better if we just keep it going and we don't even review the album. Oh, oh sorry. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Well, you know how there's, like, Kiss Tards out there. There are Iron Maiden Tards. Um, coming up to yeah. this album, The Book of Souls, I did not like The Final Frontier. I did not like Dance of Death that much. I like most of the songs on that, but it wasn't a cohesive album to me. And yeah. in between those two albums is a fucking awesome album fucking a matter of life and death kicked ass and then wow. i was looking forward to the final frontier and i was like eh. and then this came out and i was like spoiler alert i love it so let's get into this record iron maiden book of souls released september 4th 2015 <coughs> spoiler alert i think of it the way i think of it okay Book of Souls is the 16th studio album by English heavy metal band Iron Maiden, released on September 4, 2015. It is the band's first studio double album and also their longest to date, with a total length of 92 minutes. Its launch and supporting tour, tour were delayed to allow vocalist Bruce Dickinson time to recover from the removal of a cancerous tumor in 2015. And that was in his throat, dude. He recorded this with a tumor in his throat. Damn. Yeah, that's freaking... And he still sounded awesome. It is also their first album to be released on Parlophone since the end of their 30-year relationship with EN, EMI Records. Produced by long-term Iron Maiden collabor collaborator uh -oh. Kevin Shirley, The Book of Souls was recorded at Guillaume Tell Studios Paris uh -oh. from September 2014, which had previously used for 2000's Brave New World. The, the band wrote immediately and immediately recorded tracks in the studio, resulting in a spontaneous live feel. The album's first release, Speed of Light, was issued as a music video on August 14th and simultaneously as a digital download and CD single exclusive to Best Buy. Best Buy doesn't sell this shit anymore, so fuck you, Best Buy. In addition to their longest uh, studio record, it also contains the band's longest song, Empire of the Clouds, at 18 minutes in length, which also issued a single for Record Store Day on April 16th, while not a concept album, references to the soul of mortality are prominent. Released in Maya theme cover artwork by Mark Wilkinson. All right, and it says critical and commercial success of Book, Book of Souls topped the album charts in 24 countries. Well, let's get into this album, shall we? Let me get to the track listing here. All Not right, it sounded like um, a recipe was like one fourth thing of time, 
um, one half of chili peppers, a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of brown sugar, and but but it was cool. And, and if you notice, Bruce Dickinson wrote a lot of songs on here compared to Steve Harris. He usually writes the majority of the songs. So we'll I get... find that that um, um, I, I will say one thing, even though I. It, it's it's all a matter of each song versus song. I like that Bruce wrote a few more of the songs because I think he's just as good of a songwriter. Yeah, I love his solo albums too. Uh, we should review one of like Tyner and Souls or something. I should hear one. In fact, I might listen to one later. Yeah, so let's get into this song, uh, album, I mean. So we get into the first track of this album, which was written by Bruce Dickinson, and its tr track length is 8 minutes and 28 seconds. I will be talking about track lengths at length. <laughs> All right. That's good. Let's get into uh, If Eternity sh Should Fail. What do you think of this one, Lee? Oh, usually when I hear Iron Maiden albums... I want the songs to start intense and rocking right away. This starts like that Led Zeppelin song in the evening. The difference is when the song picks up, it's a hell of a lot better than Led Zeppelin's song. It's pretty good. It's kind of like a combination of the sound they had on Number of the Beast and Peace of Mind. I don't mind that it's kind of long because it's a good song. It's not my very favorite, but I do like it. Yeah, if a song is long, as long as it doesn't drag and keep you enthused, it's it sounds short. Same thing with a short song, like, uh, example, Foreigner, uh, Long, Long Way From Home. That song is only two minutes and something in length, but it's so much packed into the song, you think it's like a five-minute song. You know, it, it's really cool. And if eternity should fail, is like one of those songs. It's packed, but it's long, but it still keeps you going because the musicality of it just rules. It's yeah, it's this, like it's like if eternity should fail, it should last at least eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. Uh, I love the start with the synth and Bruce singing, and then it kicks into a good hard groove, the mating groove. You know, they have that groove, man. They uh, they're yeah. the only ones who have that freaking marching groove. No one sounds like them. Great song uh, for it to start a triple vinyl or a double CD thing. It's great, great story with the lyrics, and I love it. And uh, I have the triple vinyl, and I have the double CD, and it's very great packaging. So if you guys could go pick this shit up, get it, man. It's really good. I know a lot of people hate it, but a lot of people love it. So it's like I think it's like 50-50, but the... It's it's a great combination. It's a great album, man. And then we right get into on. the next album that was co-written by Adrian Smith and Bruce Dickinson and the song you picked to play. And the first yeah. single on the album, Speed of Light. And it's one of the shortest songs on the album. And I will talk about that. So here's, <laughs> the speed, here's Speed of Light on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
have a speed of light. And what'd you think of that song, Lee? This is awesome. The album should have started with this song. This could have been the album. This could have been on the album after Peace of Mind with a song like this. It definitely has that Iron Maiden vintage sound. Full stop. And it's one of their best songs. This album is off to a good start. And this is one of the shortest songs, not the shortest songs on the album. Clocks in at five minutes and one second. And um, it kicks ass. I wish they would do more songs like this, short and to the point. Don't get me wrong, I love the epics, but throw in more, more songs like this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just love it. Because sometimes you, you're like at lunch and you want to hear some quick songs. You only have a half hour on lunch. Some of you guys have an hour. If you have an hour, you can basically listen to the whole first side almost. Uh, but it's like you want to get through like three or four songs. But if you're listening to songs that are eight, nine minutes long, your, your lunch is over almost. So <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll just go listen to Number of the Beast on my lunch. I can't listen to this on my lunch. Uh, it's a pretty <laughs> great song. Yeah. And I freaking love it. And let's get into the next track, The Great Unknown. What would you think of this one? This is pretty cool. It sounds like one of those good 60s bands you're, that you're scared of hearing because you're too busy being a Republican instead of a music lover. Uh, but it's neat. I, I'm an American. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I vote for the, group, the, the side that's most American and not and doesn't want control. So, bleh. Okay. All right. Well, I, I voted for freaking Obama because I, I didn't think he, he... I thought he was an American. <laughs> just joking. Was, All right, uh, political aside, we're just joking, guys. I was, yeah, yeah, I was going to interrupt you, but my damn cough did it. So you're Republican or you're, you're Democrat side. Yeah, you're Democrat. cough. Damn it. But damn it. I'm going to keep going on would you like but to drink neat. some vodka to clear your throat first <laughs> after this but but it's neat it has german progressive rock sound to it and i like it yeah it There's has a, a couple of songs on here even better than this but i can dig this pretty well okay and then and then i i think it has a cool bass riff to start off the song and this song kicks ass. Killer breaks and solos, and Bruce sounds amazing. And he had a tumor in his throat doing this album. Freaking makes I it had more amazing. Off in my throat when I did the review. Ah, that's true. All right, well, let's get to the next song. Oh, and this song was written by uh, Adrian Smith and Steve Harris, just to let you guys know. I'm going to tell you the songwriters on this because usually it's Steve Harris that writes the majority of the tracks, but it uh, looks like he just. It was a band effort, actually, because all of them kind of wrote. Huh. Let's get to the next track, The Red and the Black. What would you think of this one? <coughs> well, Stendhal wrote a novel called The Red and the Black, and it wouldn't surprise me if Steve Harris wrote the words with that book in mind. I think it's sort of hoity-toity, to use that title is if he wants to say he's educated. It's not my favorite song here. In fact, I could do without it. It's not bad, but to me it's filler. And it's 13 minutes and 33 seconds. And what did I think about it? Really cool sound to begin the song. 
in and it goes into the maiden march you know like that really i really like really long song but kicks ass progress i think it's progressive metal and i go yes progressive metal and then we then we get to the next song thank god so you could get your coffin out so this is when the river runs deep that lee picks so here's when the river runs deep on the free rock podcast
That was When the River Runs Deep. Why did you pick that track? I could almost hear Paul Diano singing on this. It's a more modern-day Iron Maiden song, but with that old vibe from their early 80s period. I dig it a lot. It's one of my favorites on here. Yeah, it's a really kick-ass song. It's a shorter song, and it comes in at 5 minutes and 52 seconds. Uh, under and it really it has a really different sound to it and it, I love it. It's a great song. It's different than the rest of the album. And then um, I had to pick a song because you didn't pick it, even though it's a long ass track. And it's written by Steve Harris and Yannick Gears. So here's the Book of Souls on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Oh.
go. Uh, well, I guess you didn't out. like that song because I heard "Oh God" as I was getting ready to pause the recording. So. Well, I'm just praying to God. I, I'm, I'm, I'm being religious. I'm saying, "Oh God, please take this song off the album." Never mind. All right. What'd you think about it? Um, they do a similar type of introduction that they did on "If Eternity Should Fail." That sort of makes me think they were grasping at straws for song ideas. The song itself is like a second-rate Queensryche song. I'm not a big fan of it. Queensryche should have used it for an album of theirs that wasn't doing so hot. Uh, so uh, this is like my favorite track off the album. I freaking love it. The lyrics are freaking awesome, and it's an epic song. Freaking no, killer. And then uh, if you have the CD, you go to the next CD. I think we already changed two. We're on the second vinyl, if you have triple vinyl. But uh, let's get to the disc two. We start with Death or Glory, written by uh, Adrian Smith and Bruce Dickinson. Clocks in at a whopping five minutes and 13 seconds. Like I said, I love it when they do some shorter songs. What do you think of this one? This reminds me of Quest for Fire, but much odder. If I had to pick a fourth song, it would have been this. It kicks butt, and I really like it. I could have definitely heard it on the Peace of Mind album. Really cool song. Yeah, I think it's a really cool song. It's a it fucking jams, rocks, under six minutes. Love it. The lyrics, I, I like. I think he's talking about like uh, kind of aces high, dog fighting or something. Because in the lyrics, he goes, "Turn like the devil, shoot straight from the sun, climb like a monkey out of hell where I belong." I fucking love that, man. It's fucking mm. like aces highish, freaking cool track. I know Bruce is freaking into planes. He flies. Their plane to uh, he's their uh, pilot for concerts. So, like in Bruce rules, man, he could do the two late two wing biplanes. He does like the older planes. He does freaking he flies everything. The guy is really cool, man. It's uh, he's like that meme. He says, "Oh, your singer does this, but our singer flies the fucking plane." <laughs> you know? Oh, <laughs> oh wait, no, it's like, oh, you have you have your own plane. Oh, we do too, but our singer flies it. <laughs> Yeah. All right, well, let's get to the next song that was written by Yannick Gears and uh, Steve Harris, Shadows of the Valley. What did you think of this one? This sounds like they were running out of ideas and picked melodic themes from some of the other songs to make one more song on the album. It doesn't impress me. It's the song I like the least on here. Uh, let me see. What did I think about it? kind of starts off like Wasted Years with that tone, guitar tone. It's like, ding, 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 except a little slower, um, yeah. slower riff. Though I think it's just, like I said, it's just a tone, but it kicks ass. After that, God. it sounds like a classic Maiden song. I love it. Oh, God, you love everything. I don't love everything. Uh, you, 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 you don't like cow patties if they're hot. You need them to be very <laughs> cold. Uh, Never mind. All right, well, let's get to the next track, Tears of a Clown. I like cow patties that are hot, so I apologize to you for criticizing you on cow patties. Well, let's get to the next track that you picked, uh, Tears of a Clown, which you actually picked Man of Sorrows, but you changed. Oh, shut up! I didn't want you to have to mention that because I have some bad to say about Man of Sorrows. Oh! No, it's okay. All right. Well, people know you're, that you originally you're picked it. You've been a bitch all along, so you might as well be a bitch forever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, here, here you go. Here's Tears of a Clown by Iron Maiden on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. 
Okay, that was Tears of Clown. Why'd you pick that track, Lee? This is okay. I dig it. It has a different sound than the rest of the songs on here, but it also has more of a classic 70s sound like Bachman Turner Overdrive. I like it. I know what it's about, but I'm talking about musically, it's really good. Yeah, uh, the band didn't know what Harris wrote this song about. It's uh, done by uh, Steve, Steve Smith, and um, no, Adrian Smith and Steve Harris. Um, Bruce Dickinson, after he recorded it, he goes up to them and goes, man, this is uh, to Harris. I guess Harris wrote the lyrics. He says, man, those are really great lyrics, man. What was it about? He said, I wrote it about Robin Williams. Yeah. And I go, he goes, man, it's a great, powerful song. And I agree with it, man. I didn't know it was about Robin Williams until I read about it also. Uh, it's a freaking great lyrics. Freaking great lyrics. I freaking love it. I know a lot of people clown on this song. You get it? Clown on Tears of Clown. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But uh, I think they're wrong, but it's their opinion. But I think it's a real, I think they should get into the lyrics instead of listening to it with their minds. Listen to it with listen to it with our hearts because this is a great song. It touches your heart. All right, well let's get to the next track which you originally picked. Well, you changed but you But I didn't because then you'll find out why. All right, so we get into the Man of Sorrows, which was written by Dave Murray and Steve Harris. Well, why didn't you pick this track? Well, I think the way it gets faster as it goes along is a good idea, and I like the rhythm of it. But the song doesn't do much for me. Another filler track. Wow. But at first, when you were drunk, you liked it, right? <laughs> no, at first when I was sober, I liked it. Oh, and then you got drunk and then hated it. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's say it's a combination of whatever. All right. Well, I love the opening. I'm not as smart as you. Yeah. I'm afraid to say it, but yeah. It says, I love the opening riff. Very moody. Mm -hmm. Goes into a very cool song. Bruce sings his ass off. Many changes in this track, and I love it. And then let's get into the song that has been freaking maligned and yelled at by a lot of the fans, but a lot of the fans like it, but I'm kind of in the middle. Empire of the Clouds, the longest song that Iron Maiden's ever done, written by Bruce Dickinson, all by his lonesome. What do you think of this track? I'm not in the middle of it. It's a different kind of song for them, but it has a cool English progressive rock sound that I like. And it's a good song. It might not be the best song to close the album, but on its own, it's a mighty fine song, and I really like it. So you know now that I really like it. Yeah, when I first heard this, I go, a fucking piano starting an Iron Maiden track? I go, what the fuck is this? And that was the first time I freaking... I judged a song by the opening, but after many because you don't like Kip Winger's classical stuff, you won't even listen to it. I don't like classical music except for but like... you should listen to Kip Winger's classical because you like Kip Winger. You'd I... probably listen to Getty Lee classical if it was blowing my nose through a classical flute. Well, by that point, I should be listening to Eric Martin's Japanese solo shit. That he does freaking pop classics on and sings The Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. That fucking sucks. Oh, God, no, I'm sorry I said anything. Damn it. Why, oh, would, why would I listen to that point. crap? Stay with Mr. Big and other hard rock fans, Eric. Stop singing Pop Dribble for Japan. He sings The Heart Will Go On. I should like that, too. Because I like Eric oh, Martin. Oh, my God, you, you gave me your good... Man, you, 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 you topped me. You, 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 you told me something that... that 
that I would have said to you, but you knew it. So Well, I'm gonna send you the freaking track, The Heart Go On by Eric Martin when we're done with this podcast. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. I deserve it if I'm that much of a fucking asshole. <laughs> Alright. This song is way it's kind of long, you know. When I first listened, this is my first opinion of it. It's kind of long, and it's kind of a history lesson because he's talking about some kind of battle, you know. It could have been cut down, but I still like it, and it has grown on me. But the critics loved it and called it a masterpiece suite, which I do agree. And Maiden did take a chance on this song being so long, and it's it's different than any Maiden song they've ever put on any album, especially with the piano intro. I was, like, thrown off by that. But like I said, this song has grown on me, and I think it's a really good song. Yeah. There's some albums that I'll have you review that will grow on you in time. Uh, Even though you might think that they'll grow fungus, but hey, they'll grow. I was going to say, you're going to give me cancer growing tumors on me? (laughs) I'll try not to. All right, man. So that was Iron Maiden's Book of Souls. Bruce Dickinson vocals, piano on Empire of the Clouds. Dave Murray guitars, Yannick Gears guitars, Adrian Smith guitars, Steve Harris bass keyboards co-production. Nico McBain drums, produced by Kevin Shirley. And dang, we have a lot of freaking shit on here. Let's get into the chart positions. We'll only talk about the three charts we care about. England, America, and Canada. Canadian peak position at number two. Um... Where's the UK? Use Israeli man rock number one. Damn Japanese number six. Uh, UK was number one. US Billboard was two hundred. In Brazil it went platinum, but they only go forty thousand. Australia gold. What did it do here? United Kingdom gold. I guess America didn't hit gold because of, we don't like Iron Maiden as much as other people. I guess uh, mm. that's a big complaint with them. <laughs> But freaking this album did really well in, in it's platinum in freaking uh, in Hungary, but they only their platinum is only two. I th- really think they should they should do the recertifications in America to fifty thousand as gold as platinum now because record sales aren't the same as they used to be anymore. You know, I think in Siberia, if you sell twelve albums, it should be platinum, but <laughs> platinum ice. All right, well let's get into the. Uh, Let's see. We'll get into our tracks of the week. Hey, we didn't play the Lee song, did we? Um, no, we didn't. Oh shit. Well, we'll end we it with the Lee. To. We'll lit end it with the Lee song today. But let's get in. That'll our... be cool. That 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 because if people listen first to it, they might have been scared. <laughs> All right. Just well, kidding. let's get into our tracks of the week. Which I picked. I went to the uh, new, uh, what is it? The the British heavy metal invasion. Uh, So I picked Saxon, set me free. Huh? And you picked a really cool song that I actually listened to. It's pretty like deep purplish. Pretty pretty fucking cool. Uh, Mister Albert Show called Let It All Hang Out, which is a pretty cool track, man. And, yeah, and then we're also going to pick a better song than you did, but I, I don't know this song, so it might have been cool. Well, you don't like Saxon? No, I do like Saxon. I'm just, I just like to bug you. It's off the Crusader album, so. Uh, okay, so so I might have or might not have heard it. All right, so let's uh, let's see, let's get into our tracks, and then we get into your track to end the. We're going to end it with a lead track instead yeah. of beginning with it. 
it's, I think that, that that's a good idea because um, at least then when people run away, they run away after instead of first. All right. So the lead track is poss possibly me. Possibly for me, but you can say possibly me. Possibly Either for way. me. Okay, yeah. and um, dude, your hair in the video is really like, you look like you got hit by lightning. <laughs> I, that's an unlisted video. I did it only so that you could get the video, the, the audio for it. All You're right. giving away a lot of our secrets here. <laughs> but 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 you're 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 as long as you don't officially pull down my pants, I'm okay. All right, so let's get into our tracks of the week. Set me free, uh, Saxon and Mr. Albert show. Let it all hang out and the Lee song of the week, uh, possibly for me, on the Freeform Rock podcast. And until next week, Lee, it's your choice. Next week, do you have any ideas? I don't know yet, but I'll give it to you soon. Alrighty then. Alright, so I'll play you out with the tracks of the week and say goodbye, Lee. Bye. Bye bye and take it sleazy.
everything if you beat the 5,000 picks through the most blessed king I will show you and possibly for me that is when the sculptor goes home I love that stuff bring me jump off You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.